0: Uh, Pete, second relegation in five years. What went wrong?
1: Uh, well, I'm devastated. Um, you know, obviously we've done all the post mortems. There's multiple things that have gone wrong. You, you, you've reported on many of them over the season. Um, you know, I don't want to sit here and apologise and and, and uh, you know just say I'm taking full responsibility and, and all the stuff. I mean, of course I am. Um, but at the end of the day, what's done is done. Um, I've grieved for a couple of days. Uh, I can't change it. Um, could I have done more um, to have stopped it? Um, and that, I'm asking myself that question all the time. Further changes to just make sure we stayed in the league. I, you know, the trouble is, I'll be very honest. Um, you know, even in the last game, I thought we were going to be okay. It was still in our hands. I thought we'd score one goal. I, you know when Will Grigg comes in, even then, you know, ten minutes to go, I'm thinking he's going to get the winner, and that's why at the end of that game, um, it was like somebody, you know, it was like somebody had gone. I mean, it was absolutely, completely, and utterly devastating for myself, for our supporters, um, and um, and for that, I am so sorry. Um, and for that, I'm the chairman. You know, I have to take that responsibility. Um, it wasn't meant to be. I think it makes it even more hurtful when you think of the money that we've spent this year, you know, significantly millions of pounds more than we spent last year in a successful year, that we've taken that advantage that we'd finally got as, as doing well and, and, and not being able to build on that. Um, when I look back, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's absolutely not good at all. So I, I can't whitewash it. I can't come up with anything that's good about it at all. What I can say is it's real it's here and we've got to deal with it Um, i can't keep crying about it i can't keep apologizing for it i think oh you've got to judge me by my actions now and we have been here before maybe that's one little advantage because we know probably what we have to do um and 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 that is get ourselves a manager uh, that can restore some hope and expectation to next season um, it's probably a completely different profile from what we've got in recent years. I think you saw, you've saw you seen what I did the very first time uh, a, lot, a long time ago, and then you saw what I did recently um, in getting experience and getting knowledge and getting uh, the ability to get us over the line, because there is only one target for next year, and that's to get promoted again. Um, nothing else is going to be good enough Um, everything that we do now will be to try and achieve that aim I'm not naive, I know getting out of any division in football is really really hard Um, and so we have to be realistic but I think we can be realistic in that we will be a big team, everybody will come here and and will want to try and beat us but actually that's probably a better way of being able to play for us Um, and we made it work before, we will make it work again, so I'm as I say, I don't want people to think I'm getting out of my responsibility for it and my accountability for it. I'm the chairman. Um, I was around all the major decisions that got made. Um, as I say, I've looked at myself. Could I have done things differently? Could I still have done extra things? Um, all of those questions I've asked myself, and, and those, that learning will be very relevant for, for, for the next season. Um, but, as I say, I want to be very clear today that this is all about how we get out of this, how we put things right, how we move forward. You know, you know, it, it goes without saying that we're all on the floor. Every single person that's ever supported the MK Dons knows about the MK Dons, knows about the projects in Milton Keynes, is on the floor.
0: Pete, was, uh, let's address some of the things that get kind of thrown around and talked about, especially at this point, and, and maybe throughout the season as well. What when it comes to Mark Jackson. Let's focus on that because obviously Mark Jackson's been been let go. Was he just a, a, another part of poor recruitment at the club?
1: I think that's a little unfair on Mark. Um, you know, Mark was, was was you know that that close to achieving the goal. Um, we made some better decisions in January with the change of the team. He was very much a part of all that. Um, he absolutely did his best. Um, Whether. Whether um, giving somebody without the experience the opportunity again in the city, you know, those are those are questions that can come up, and I think they're reasonable questions to ask. Um, but as I say, would Mark have been taking us into next season if he'd have got that goal? Then he would have been. Um, you know, I see the metrics um, on, on on the performance and all the KPIs on what the team's been doing. And you'll be surprised how much of it is green on, 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 uh, on Mark and how much of it got us back to some of the performance levels of last year. But without the cut and thrust, without the goals that mattered, without the results that were important. And, and, and that's why, um, as I say, we will now be going for a different uh, sort of uh, manager going forward. Uh, Because, um, you know, much as I love our reputation for young managers and risk-taking, I think when people keep seeing us going backwards, I think they get a bit tired of all that and, and so do I. Um, you know you must remember that you know Ipswich it was a young manager that's just taken them up you know the, the, so many people have copied the kind of policies and recruitment things that we do I don't think we can be so far off but in a relegation fight what, when I look back was that the right decision was it fair uh, to give Mark who was a, a really excellent upcoming coach uh, that responsibility um, as we didn't achieve it no but we were that close and I, and I think again you know, my naivety was always to believe that that close would be okay. Um, so, um, you know, that's the thing I'm probably most disappointed about.
0: Let's, let's deal with Liam Sweeting, shall we, Pete? Because um, there's been a lot, a lot thrown at Liam. Um, interestingly, obviously during the season that, that MK Dons were on the verge of the championship, he was being held his, as as yeah. you know a superstar. What, what, what? You know, where's where do you stand on Liam Sweeting? Because you know, a lot of people saying, Liam Sweetie should go, Liam Sweetie should. Liam Sweetie's recruitment has been poor, what, what, where do you stand on
1: this? The thing with recruitment is it's a process, it's a team effort, it's, um, you know, the able the, the, the will identify players and then the manager will choose from those identified players how he's going to structure his team. The final decision that has and always will be with the manager or head coach, whatever you want to call them, I've again, this is one of the many mistakes we made, you talked about mistakes, well why on earth have I got my Sporting Director ever talking to the public, ever? Um, he didn't sign a place, pictures of him with the new players and all that. I, I think, you know, that's, that's again, that's, I'm afraid it's a me error in putting people, you don't see other Sporting Directors in any other club, you don't know who they are. They are the gurus in the background that you know look at the data and they look at the things and get their Scouts all over the place doing their reports. And, and, and actually, Liam is very uh, competent at that. You, you've seen him have some fantastic windows. I, I let him have some adulation because he'd done a terrific job for us for, for a couple of years. Now, you know, the, the process was very honed with Russ. Um, you know, um, and people can criticise the way Russ left and everything else, but he left us in a wonderful place with a great group of players, which was a team. Unfortunately, for multitude of reasons we never we never created a team to start with this season and I think you also have to remember we had a lot of injuries at the beginning of the season so that a lot of the lone players that we would normally take in august we couldn't wait till August we took players early so At the time, you don't think, you know. We always said we wouldn't have the year we had the year before. We knew because of all this we'd start on the back foot. But I never, for one moment, and I don't think Liam, for one moment, either of the Liams or Mark, believed that we still hadn't got enough to do a job in League One to at least stay there. And and unfortunately, as the results unravelled, we just didn't get enough results. We had enough chances. Cheltenham, 2-1, 97th minute, those two points would have done it. Um, Barnsley, 4-1, you know, 4-0, those two points would have done it. I mean, we were so close. And that's why, you know, I've I've got to be very careful not to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I think the other thing with Liam is he's taken full accountability for his role in it. He's come to see me, he's practically offered me his resignation, Um, he's he's an honourable boy, and he works his guts out. And every player that did well in League One this year, they're on our list. I know them. I know who, you know, Zaki and Finans and all these people. They're all on our list. And we didn't choose those players over other players. Now, I can't go out in the season and criticise the players that we have signed and criticise my squad, and nor can him. You'll have noticed he's had less and less and less and less profile. And going forward, he won't have any profile because you shouldn't really know who he is. What you can know is that no player comes into this club without the manager, head coach, who's the person that picks the team, let's put it that way, has the biggest role in it. Uh, And that's always been the case and that will always be the case. And it's the way that that process works which will determine its success. And unfortunately, because it was already there, so we'd never had to test it before. I mean, there's loads of reasons. Boys, I, I really, I don't wanna harp too much because whilst it's interesting for people to know, what we do know is we're not where we should be. We're in League Two. And what I wanna know as, as the, one of the big supporters of this club is, what are we doing about it? Because if we win next year, I'll, I'll take it on the chin and think, okay, well, we've made big mistakes, bloody well learned from it this time. But if we don't, then we're not in a good place. And that's why for me, the entire focus of the club, and has been ever since the, 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 the terrible thing, well, okay, we're here, I don't wanna be here. I've said we'd never be here again. I've done all of those things. Well, we bloody well are. Oh, sorry, I don't think I should say that, should I? But, but we are. And, and, and I have to take it. I can't, you know, I can't wake up and think, if, oh, it's a dream. No, it's not. You know, this is reality. And I hope what I get across today is the spirit that we still have to fight. The learning that we've made to understand all the things that went wrong. And as I say, not just things on the pitch. The, this kit was wrong before we even played a game. You know, So many things we tried, to, we, we tried to focus to get all the money, the extra money that we spent on the football this year to get it into the football this year. We did that. We actually signed more players for money in League One than any other club. We actually spent the second most money on players in acquisition. Only Ipswich more because they spent one, so much money on one player. Um, you know it wasn't money it's the way you use your money and for me the business side of me um, is that's that's another thing that I'm so upset about because you can't get that money back Um, it's gone and and we wasted it and and um, and and that's more frustrating than ever because now we've got to find more money to go and put it right but the great thing about my business here and whilst I'm not able to, to to wash huge amounts of money around we can sustainably lose a few million pounds in the football every year and still be in business and still pay the 650 people that work here their wages every month. And so I'm, I don't want to beat myself up too much about what we, what we get wrong. What we've got to get right and the emotional driver for most of the people that work here, and certainly for me, is the football. Um, and when that goes wrong, it's more horrible and, and more upsetting than anything else. And that's why I completely understand the feelings of my support, of the supporters of the club, because I'm one too and I felt the same.
0: When you when when the game was done and dusted, you were involved in a little incident that been kind of going around on social media. Regret that? Um, just a natural reaction? What other
1: No I think what that moment shows, and, and look, there was nothing that happened. There's a, as I say, people, oh, I've seen you getting harassed on social media. I walked out absolutely on the floor. Everybody in that crowd walked out absolutely on the floor. What do you expect us all to do? We're all, we're all shouting. We're all furious. I, I absolutely don't blame anybody for coming and asking me what the hell's going on. I, that was the first thing I knew. How the hell is it coming? right, what the, you know, because unfortunately all of us, because Milton Keynes, we've, we believe, we're optimistic people in Milton Keynes, we all believed it was going to be okay. So absolutely no problem. Nobody was violent. Nobody intimidated me. Nobody. Was I angry? Did I react unlike me? Yeah, well, I think you can see that just like the fans, I was that upset. Um, and not ready to go and justify and, and do a meeting like this w- with everybody. I was more wanting to scream at people.
0: Are you sticking with the, the head, head coach kind of set up? Of I director? think it
1: depends know? on who the manager is that comes in, um, or manager or head coach. So, is that, so, is
0: that, so are you making changes? Are you, I mean, maybe more experienced or somebody that's... I, I think
1: it's clear and if you look at what we've done in the past when we've gone to League 2, we've gone and got experience. Uh, I think that... Um, League 2 is going to be a really tough division, there's some big clubs now in League 2 You know there'll be more attention on League 2 because of teams like Wrexham than there's ever been before it's an opportunity for us that, to to, to make the most of that Um, but we need to go and get out of it, we need to go and win and you know, I want to play as close to the MK way as I can but do you have to sacrifice some things to get promoted out of League 2? We might do, we did last time sacrifice some football but we did it Um, and um, as I say I think it's similar again we've got to do that again now some people come in and they want to be managers because they've been managers and that's the thing but most new younger people want to be head coaches really it's exactly the same the person in charge the person in charge of the the basement here the first team is the manager the head coach the person that picks the team they're the only people can be because they are the people that pick the team now everybody else is support services to that so we have you know simon that supports on making sure the pitch is okay making sure the kits there making sure the physio is happening making sure the doctors in play you know, all that supporting and and liam is on players um, and he's supporting in players we want this sort of player here here's three you know Here's all up you know and are those people really good at what they do? Yes. Did I say, oh, he's done really well. Look at the fly. Go, yes, go and talk to the me. Go and go go and have a bit of, you know, go and, go, you know, because everyone's fed up of hearing of me. You know, so, so I, I, I didn't realise what a bad thing that was until until it goes wrong. And then, of course, it's a terrible thing because he's in a position he should never be in. As I say, you shouldn't know about people like Liam. Um, you know, he's, he's, they're, they're backroom gurus. And, and they're very good, as you can see from the success we had. It's the same system, but if you if you don't process it in the same way, you end up with a slightly different result. And and and, and what we've learned is is how important that is, um, and how important that message to the manager, head coach has to be in terms of the way those decisions are made. Um, but that that still wasn't it. it you you, can, you know yeah, we weren't going to be promoted from it. Yeah, we might not have a good season from it. That's still not relegation. So, as I, I say, there's that, that, more decisions that have gone into that. There's more things that have gone wrong with that. We had a very good January window. The defender that we brought in got injured within 24 hours. So we play another five games. Like, yeah, I mean, I can just go through. As, as you've all seen, it's never one thing that goes wrong. It's a combination of things. And, and there's a lot that I've regretted about this year. But already we've made some major changes to it before we've got relegated. We've, you know, we've, we've tried to engage with our supporters much better. We brought our discounts back for season ticket holders, our supporters boards up and running and being quite effective. Um, you know, there, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that we're trying to make right off the pitch. I'm sure that when people see the new kit, they'll love it. Um, and probably love it even more because of the kit that we did last year. Um, so, I mean, we've listened and and we've acted on, on all of these things. Um, you know, I watched Huddersfield go through a very, very, very similar season to us um, this year uh, in the championship after the playoff success of the year before. They, made, they continued to make changes right up to the end in their structure to ensure they stayed up. So I do ask myself, was there any more I could have done? And maybe there was, and, and I really respect and applaud them to doing whatever it took to stay in their division and and, 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 you know, and, and so have, have I got things I regret? Yes, of course I do, but i can 't change it, so you know it 's gone, and, and therefore i 've got to make the most of where we are now. I, I, you know, we've got a big manager search un- underway. Uh, we've got lots of people that have come in for the job. I mean, a lot more, of course, in January. You've got a much better chance in the summer. Um, and, um, and we've changed the profile that we'll be looking for. And, you know, we've, we've reacted, and, and to be fair to Liam, who, as I say, has come to the point of almost offering me his resignation. He, he accepts uh, so much responsibility for went on. But again, it's not just it, 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 it It's the combination of all these things. And at the moment, I need everybody working their guts out for this football club. I want people that have got something to prove and something to put right. And, and, and people like me and Liam are in that category.
0: Just, just, on, just finally from me, because um, you've covered obviously quite a lot there, but at these points, when things are going badly like this, people will bring up, again, your leadership, your ownership of MK Doms. Um You know, to push forward, he's got to go. To push forward, we need somebody else in... If autonomy. I
1: could sack myself, I would have sacked myself. Uh, because ultimately, I am... I have to take that responsibility. I know all the excuses, well, the chairman only hears what they want the chairman to hear and he has to make decisions out of things that are put in front of him. And, yeah, I've got loads of bloody excuses, but you know, I've been in it long enough to know it but socks with me. The thing is, Luke, and, and people have talked to me a long time about this, I, I don't like to talk about dreams and ambitions because people think I'm so naive and people think that that's you know, never going to happen and it's all a pipe dream. It, forget all that part of it. Think about Milton Keynes. Think about 330,000 people going on to half a million. Think about Stadium MK, one of the best stadiums in the country, that does every major event, from women's Euro semi-finals to concerts to to whatever it might be. And you cannot tell me that that shouldn't be a Premier League stadium, a Premier League football club. The trouble is, it's getting there. Now, in all the time I've been in football, there's probably three, maybe four, owners. That have taken over football clubs, where you actually think, "poor, that was a, that was they're a good owner." That that's, I can see how they're going to go on and do do well, and 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 you can see that that looks but really realistic. No, let me let me keep let me keep let me keep coming back. So, um, that th- that's the that that's the thing. All the others, think that there's money to be made in football. I get people every week have done for years. Well, in recent years you know, oh, we'll bother football, we'll, we can come and put some investments in, we can give you a couple of million pound here, a couple of million pound. Oh, I mean, the perfect example, and I'm not going to name them, but there was a team that got promoted from our division instead of us last year, I and mean, they haven't paid the wages this year. You know, like, the, the, the trouble with this is, it is my baby, it is my legacy, I can only pass it over to somebody that, myself, the supporters, all the stakeholders, even the council in Milton Keynes, think that that is a realistic way of going forward because what I do know about what I do is that I'm real. All the money we make in the businesses, everything goes back into the football every year. Um, I've done it for a long time. I haven't given up when I've, oh, I've done this money and I've done that money. People that know me, for tw- my lifestyle hasn't changed in the entire 20 years I've been doing it because every penny we've got goes into what we do. Now, until I can find somebody with much more wealth than me that is prepared to invest that wealth and spend maybe 50 million it might take to get to the Premier League, Until we find those people, I'm not going anywhere, because I don't trust it. Um, And the other thing is that you can't, in my view, and I'm not saying I'll never do this, but at the moment, it is my belief that you should not separate the football from its stadium and its other businesses. Because that fundamental thing is why the football club is here in the first place. And everybody says, oh, it can, homeless, it can never happen again. Well, I've got a friend at Coventry, that you know, that it's having the right struggle to know how it's not going to happen again. Um, so, this is the world that we live in. I don't want to separate that. And this is a big business, it's a 20 million pound a year business, you know what I mean, that, that does make profit, that supports the football. So, I'm not giving that away either. So, the trouble that we have by being in the lower leagues is that we're less likely to attract that investment than we are if we're in the championship. In the Championship, it's realistic for somebody to see one step to the Premier League. And that is why my entire focus has been on getting us to the Championship and staying there for a few years. That's what I've tried to do. And everyone says, oh, well, you're never going to do it. Well, I nearly did it. I've, I've done it once. I nearly did it again, even last year. It's, that is not the money that we can create. That is not without its possibility. If somebody came in tomorrow that would give us all the things I've talked about, would I step down? Yeah. As I say, I'd sack myself. You know, it's not good enough to get relegated twice in five years. It's abso- not with this infrastructure, absolutely not good enough. But I'm real, I'm here, and I've got, as I say, 650 people here that need their wages paid, and I'll need them paying next year as well. And my model will work for that. Will my model take us to the Premier League? No, I've given up that dream quite a few years ago. So we know we have to, we have to at some point do something about it. But it is not as easy said than done. And as I say, you find me, you think about it now, you think of the clubs that have changed ownership in the last 15 years and tell me how many of them would be appropriate owners in Milton Keynes. And there is not many. Briefly, if I can, on, on Liam Sweet. when he makes statements to us in, in the press. And, you know, yes, you say he's, he's not supposed to
2: be out in front of us when he says things like I'm in a privileged position to run this football club um and then we're told that he's not in fact running the club the quotes like that that he makes sometimes hinder
1: what, what people understand of his role oh I, I, the way that I've portrayed or allowed Liam to be portrayed absolutely has led to this taking this responsibility and and, and to be fair because he's a good lad he, he's actually taking that he wants to take that responsibility but he, it's not his responsibility he shouldn't be saying things like that. I should never put him in that position. Remember we had a void. Andy Cullen left. It was a great mouthpiece for this football club. And people are fed up of hearing of me. So it was good that there was a new voice for people to hear from. But that absolutely should not have been my sporting director or my head of recruitment or whatever you want to call the person that collates all the... Because we've got scouts and... A bit, we've got. And every football club's like that. We've got data analysts. We've got the whole works here. And... When the process is working well, as we saw before Russ left, it works, it, it's, it's a very good process. So again, I don't want to throw that out because because of the way people come in and, 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 and they don't know the same level of responsibility, uh, the, the, and you end up with a situation where you don't get it right. As I say, I, I didn't accept his resignation because he's still got so much to give to this football club. And actually, I need some people that are prepared to work their guts out to get us back and do feel some responsibility and do feel some hurt. I think that's a good motivator um, to get the best out of them going forward. So, yeah, I I can absolutely understand how he's been betrayed. And I feel, again, I'm the chairman. That was a bad decision for me. Now I didn't know it at the time, and I'm sure other people would instantly have thought it at the time. And if it goes well, nobody would have been criticising it. But it wasn't fair to put him in that position. That, that's why I'm here now. I'll, you know, Liam would be out here now saying, it's "My fault. Yes, we spent a fortune, or oh, we could have spent it better. Should have done more with the manager. It can say all of those things." But actually, that's what I have to do, and that's why, as I say, you're quite right to point a finger at me, and um, and I have to accept it because it's happened. Do I want to? No. Do I want to be in this position? No. Do I like being the person that nearly got promoted and going to get promoted next year? Much nicer place to be. But I blew it. And and not only for myself and money, I've blown it for our city and and for our supporters. So, you know, that's why, you know, people don't want to hear me, oh, you take responsibility again. But I have to, guys. I have to take responsibility. And I have to do something about it. And I hope you can see from today... But there's still fight left in us. Um, you know, we might be down on the floor on the canvas, but we are getting up and, and we are Milton Keynes. And it's never a dull moment with this football club. We've only had, I think, two seasons in 18 that, that, that were mid-table mediocrity. Um, now, <laughs> I would have given anything for a bit of mid-table mediocrity this year. Uh, so I don't want to knock that. But it is the ups and downs of football. They are the lower leagues. You can do something about it in the lower leagues. Imagine trying to stay in the Premier League at the moment in that fight. You know, I mean, you know, it can be tougher than we've got it, but we have to make the right decisions now. And and as I say, it's for me, like it should always be in a football club, it needs to be about the manager. And I need to make sure that we get the right manager. And this time I have to take a lot less risk. I have to see a lot more people I have to do much more due diligence because I'm going to have to own this decision. Uh, because, as you say, uh, however involved you are or not, it ends up on my watch, and I said it would never happen again. And, 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 I, and I, I'm, as I say, I'm distraught that it has, but I'm going to do so something about it, it. Is
2: there a, a time frame you have in mind for, for a new man in? I mean, obviously, you know... T- from, no, from it's, going, it's going
1: on the at the moment. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people, so it's a much... I don't know how long the process will go because I'm actually going to see all the people on our shortlist who have all achieved certain things uh, to even be on the shortlist. It means I'm saying no to lots of people that, in another in another time, I would have been really quite seriously interested in. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm being very specific. We've again we've nailed what is the brief, what are we looking for, what do we need to feel confident about, and and as I say, I am just a supporter as well. I'm putting my you know like. I know what I need to see and I think it will be what everyone else needs to see because we need to have some, I've said it, hope and expectation. So the manager choice has to be that. That means I've got to see quite a lot of people, then I might have to go for a second round with a couple of those and then I might have to get a decision made and in the meantime some people might not like going through the process so they pull out, some people you know, know, we won't know until we know and I'm not going to push it but if I could have a new manager tomorrow that wouldn't be too soon. But if it takes a month, it has to take a month. I've got a little bit of time at the moment. And we are aware of all the players that are around, all our our sporting stuff is still going on, still producing all the lists, all the things. So when the manager comes in and he wants to talk about the team, we have every opportunity for him. And, of course, managers can also add their own players to that list. Always remember that as well. It doesn't, It's not an exclusive list, that it has to be done in that way. And sometimes a manager does add somebody to a, to a list, like Matt O'Reilly with Russ. So, you know what I mean? And so that, that does happen. Um, but at the same time, I'm very confident that we're around everything. As I say, I see all this. You know, should I have taken more notice of it? Could I have known more about, you know, maybe all of those questions, and maybe that's one of the criticisms of me that we have so many things going on that I'm around maybe there's not enough attention in certain things and you know they're criticisms I'm going to have to make sure I don't put myself in that position again because we have to do all the other stuff it's people who criticise me for that. You've got Muse in the bowl. and Well, thank God we've got Muse in the bowl. Um, the bowl hasn't been used for seven years. We're paying every month for rates, landscaping, paths being fixed, lights being fixed. We're paying for all that out of the club again. So do we need those events to try and help us to deal with that? Of course we do. People need to understand. I've been absolutely transparent throughout the entire 20 years on how we make it work. If I had an oil well, it would have been a damn sight easier. And remember, my first deal was with Norwegian billionaires that had shipping companies. Uh, It wasn't such a stupid idea. But what I do trust myself to do, and I hope the supporters, I know the supporters will trust me to do, is I'll spend all the money that we have available to try and do it. And until we find somebody that can spend significantly more money, because what I've just proved, again, it's not the odd 1.5 million extra. It's not that that is... The difference. You need to do, like Ipswich have done, an extra four million a year for two two or three. You know, that's the way that money can make a difference. It's big quantities and it's constant because you're aiming for the absolute goal with the certainty that you've got the finances to do that. That is not my position. I only have what I've got available every year depending on how successful we've been. But it's enough to be here. It's enough to provide this opportunity for somebody in the future one day. And in the meantime, you know, my plan is to try and get us back to League One. And then when we get back to League One, to try and get us in the championship. And then by that time, hopefully, we'll have found the the, the right people that can take us onwards and upwards. Because, um, you know, that's that's where the city needs to be. You can't become Ipswich or Portsmouth if you've never spent time in the top division. And remember, this football club never has. And that's why it's as big as it is. You know, people criticise me of not doing more marketing and more advertising in the city centre or whatever. I've done, over the years, I've done it all. I've opened shops twice in the city centre. Um, I've done the advertising at the railway station. The biggest thing that makes a difference and the only thing that makes a difference is winning on the football pitch because that makes us interesting. That turns it into an event. Ironically, if we do well in League Two, we'll have bigger crowds than we did uh, doing badly in League One. That's just the way it is. And the only way we can start to fill this stadium is to get it up the leagues. And, um, and, And so nothing changes. And I know I'm like an old record, but it's because that's what it is. Um, but as I say, hopefully you can see that I'm honest, I'm transparent, I'm real, I'm here, I care and I'm doing everything that I can do to put it right. Coming into League 2
2: then, um, the last few times you've done it, you've gone and gone home in that first season, uh, obviously the first time in even the second season to do it, last time it was, it was one and done, is, is that what you're hoping for next season, you want it- come down, go straight up. Oh, I
1: think the longer you say, yeah, you've got to do it straight away if you can. Now, look, <laughs> I made politician mistakes of promising things that never happened on my way. I'm not going to do that again. Uh, I've learnt the politician's thing of never, say, up never, yeah, <laughs> never never, yeah, say never say anything again. You can because I can't, I can't do that. But what I can tell you is, yeah, are we absolutely going for promotion? Does any manager that comes into the club think he's coming here to not have a promotion push? No, they won't come here if they don't think that. So, you know, and, and that's what we've got to do. Um, and we've got to see if we can turn it into an acceptable year. I mean, I don't think this is probably for the the thing, but personally, it's a disaster because everyone knows about my back and the difficulties I have traveling over two hours. And and think how the League One was so Southern biased and I could have gone to nearly every game. And, and now I'm going to hardly be able to go to any of the away games. So on a personal level, it's, as I say, I am distraught guys. Um, I am devastated. I am, for all my fight today, underneath I'm still absolutely wiped out by it because it's. it's for, for all our supporters, it's going to be harder to get to the games, isn't it? You know, so it's 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 things like that that are no good. You know, I, I do see Wrexham being in League Two as a positive. I do think that that brings an attention to League Two that there wouldn't otherwise be, um, and and maybe if we can do well. And be one of their rivals because I'm sure they will do well. They've got momentum. Momentum is everything in football. That's what we've blown. Oh, man, we actually got some momentum and blew it. Um, but it's it's very fragile. And um, you know, so those are the only things that you can say. Oh, I mean, look forward to is completely the wrong use of words. But but you know what I mean. That's that that that's the thing that that we can at least get on with next year. But yeah, we've got to get back. And and you know. Martin should have done it that first year (laughs) when you look at the team we had but uh, again you know flippances and it took Paul in the following year to do it but these were all sensible decisions at the time for the same hurt reasons that we've got now so many years later and I can't believe that I'm having to talk to you about the same events so many years later Um, and that really is the biggest frustration of all. And just
2: finally how tough a decision was it to, to, to let Mark go obviously you know he was only in the club a short
1: time and he, he was almost there at losing hand. He, Yes, I, 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 I've got a lot. Of look, I, I don't give people the job unless so I, I really reckon them in some way. I mean, even we, we went through if he stayed, what does it look like? And, and, and his presentation for that was, was absolutely, you could, you'd probably give him the job again. But when you don't win in eight games and you draw five of them and one of them was a victory, which has kept you up, I couldn't and I wondering with the supporters I couldn't have the confidence of that hope and expectation for next year I would have concern that if we didn't start well we'd be in you know we'd, we, 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 we wouldn't get that promotion we would put ourselves in a position where that would then be off the table I've got to start the season believing I want all our supporters to believe as I say I'm not going to be naive enough to promise it But I am going to try everything we can and choose the people that most look like they can go up north on a Tuesday night in the rain and bring us back three points because that's what it's going to be all about.
0: I just wanted to quickly ask you about the the match day experience, Um, and we've already alluded to the season ticket discounts coming back next year, we've got the Fan Village uh, as well, what do you think needs to be at the core of the MK Dons match experience to get as many people of of the 300,000 in Milton Keynes here as possible? Well,
1: winning is is probably the single biggest thing we could do, Uh, turn our stadium into a place where people can regularly see the team do well. Um, I think it, we've, we've been experimenting, we're working with a supporters board now, which has got um, MKDSA on it, our supporters organisation, and Don's Action on it, although I think some of them might have resigned. Um, but um, that that is a body that is having a big influence on us in terms of trying to make sure that we're doing things that can be generally appreciated by our general supporter base. Uh, the fan village, trotting it on gate fire, trying it at gate seven, these so are one things Now we can't do that on every game, uh, and I don't want to. Um, I, I want to keep being able to do things that are special, but fan engagement will be at the top of our list. A lot of things that went wrong have gone wrong for quite a few clubs, and, and, and it's still that people have got to remember the, the influence that COVID had. I mean, it still has on our business, to be perfectly honest with you, but it stopped all the interaction with players. It stopped the players going into the schools. It stopped us doing our half-term, meet the players, training session, do the signings. So all the stuff that we used to do, which kept, which kept us in contact with our supporter base, kind of went, and it's never come back properly. Even our young mascot things haven't come back properly yet. So these are the things that, as I say, we are addressing. Those, those will be continual improvements as we listen. And as I say, I never do anything that, that is on purposely bad. Um, or if I've done something like you know, taking away a discount, it's to try and get more money in another place. You know, the irony is, we achieved all that and, and, and just blew it. You know what I mean? Uh, and as I say, that, that's why it's not always perfect. But the supporters are at the absolute front of, of where we are more than ever because what's amazing about Milton Keynes and amazing about some of our supporters, some of our sponsors, like I'm kind of forgiven. And I don't deserve to be forgiven, but they're kind of saying that, you know, go for it. They haven't ripped up their season tickets or cancelled or, you know, obviously a few have, but but nothing in the quantities that you could imagine, particularly with the cost of living crisis we've got at the moment and everything else. Um, That's kind of why I'm humbled, really. And it's why I'm so lucky to live in Milton Keynes. I do think it's a, a very, very, very different place to most places. And probably that is my biggest disappointment because I've let myself down, I've let my supporters down, but I've let the city down as well. And I I haven't done it on purpose. I haven't done it because, oh, I don't want to spend this or I want to get a cheap manager or I want to get all this criticism. None of that is true. None of that is true. But should I have made some different decisions over the year? With hindsight, absolutely. Um, Should I have understood more during the year about how real that threat of relegation is, even though we were walking around saying it, as I say, in my heart, I didn't really believe it. Um, and I think that was another big mistake. Although I, I don't know what I could have done or whether I would have made the second change, or I don't know. Um, but I'm gonna need to know for next time because you can't go through this again. Um, it is just too debilitating. Um, but as I say, half of me wants to lie down, close, curl up, and stay in bed. The other half of me knows we're in the here and now. This is a big city. People are looking to me to do something about it. And I want, and I've got staff as well as me that want to do something about it. And I want to exploit that fighting spirit that we've got. And uh, and, and, and then uh, one day I can hopefully come back again with some, you know, better news than having to do a, a conference with you like this. Because I'm sorry for you guys as well. You follow the team, you go up, you've got lots of traveling. Not fair on anybody, none of you deserve it. Um but as I say, I can't I can't put the genie back in the bottle. That was what we were going on about and the thing that I can't I can't do that. If I could, I would, absolutely. Um and as I say, have I taken it seriously enough to think, you know, would you sack yourself? Yeah I would. But we can't. I've got to get on and um
0: and let's go and see what we can do. Absolutely, I think last question and uh, Pete, memories are short in football and, and this time last year I think Dean Lewington said recently that the connection between the, the fans, the players was as good as it's ever been um, and within the context of Milton Keynes, the fact we're sitting city now, Milton Keynes is very much on the up, it can be done can't it, it's, it's all there to be had.
1: Yeah, I've got, I'm lagging behind now, so we were at one time leading the way uh, in Milton Keynes, we're lagging behind now, Milton Keynes is overtaking us and we've got to catch up, uh, no I'm very grateful uh, for all the support that we get here. I'm very grateful for the fact that I don't get serious abuse, you know, and, and as I say, you know, upset, there's a difference between upset fans and abuse, and I absolutely know the difference. Because um, at other clubs, I probably would be getting real abuse and real horror, and that's why they all think, oh, you know. Um, but if you if you take a team backwards on your watch, I'm afraid you have to take the stick that goes with it. Um, hopefully, if we can go forwards, I can take some of the glory that might go with that. Um, but I want to remind everybody that we are. I'm very, very sorry for where we are. I absolutely didn't mean it to be. With the irony is we spent more money going backwards than we did going forwards. Again, not the first time that. Um, but I'm absolutely committed to doing something about it. And not just me, but the senior members of our of my staff in the football club, are absolutely determined to put it right. And already I know how hard people are working. Um, to Try and make sure that we, we find the best way of going forward together, and, um, and that will be the test of the club, uh, like it was last time. In adversity, Milton Keynes is good. If we can show some leadership in the adversity, I think we will still be okay. Um, but the pressure is now on us to deliver, and where do we have to deliver? Not actually in fan engagement or, or villages, which are very important. Everybody just wants to see us deliver on that pitch out there, the best pitch. Definitely the best pitch in league too.